Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, the verse 2, the requirement for leadership is faithfulness. A leader who disappoints you in times of pressure is a sign that they are going to be disloyal leaders. For more of this powerful message, join Apostle Raymond Tamaklo for part two of the teachings on those who do not give thanks. Now, the message. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for a glorious, blessed day that we stand, we live, and we move in the land of the living, give, gives testimony to your ever merciful hand that is stretched towards us, gives credence to your mercies that are renewed every morning in our lives. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that today you will impart hearing to our ears, you will impart understanding to our hearts, and you will cause us to come into confirmation of the image of your dear son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a big clap offering. Please do have your seats. Thank you, Peter Sank. Um, Tobias left out an explanation. Um, <laughs> it's too late. They have entered. Now you are saying no Bible, no entry. <laughs> uh, on the um, tithe card, one of the things you need to do to maximize the usage of the amount uh, space, the space for the amount, is... Uh, Tobias is a good accountant, but he's not a good speaker. You understand? Me, I'm a speaker, yes, but not so correct accountant. Um, <laughs> what you can do is you write the last three digits of your MPESA code. If you are using the MPESA, there's always a, um, a transaction code, right? Reference. So the last three, if it's, for example, XV2, uh, you write XV2. Yes, there can't be the same um, reference, the last three references. So 
the last three, you write it there before you write the amount. So it's easier for them to cross-check. Do, do you get it? They just use the last three um, reference code for that purpose. All right? Now, why are we taking tithing seriously? If this is your church, you must be a tither. Yes, that's your role as a church member. You see, one of these days, you will also need the church. Do you understand? Yeah. People expect the pastor to drive all the way to the hospital to see them when they are sick and bring prayers and bring fruits. You know, how does the pastor fuel his car? He's not employed by Shell or uh, Total. Do you understand? Yes. And when he goes to the pump, the pastor doesn't speak in tongues. And then they give him free fuel. Do you get it? When I was coming to church today, I realized my tank was very low. You see, I could easily have got stuck on the road. So I decided to drive very slowly. Yes, very slowly. When you drive fast, you exhaust more fuel. So I I was doing 40, 60. Do you get it? Just to come and preach to you. I shouldn't be thinking about fuel. I should just drive. But here I am managing with the Holy Spirit just so I can get to the church. And if my car gets stuck on the road, you pass by and say, hey, Apostle is stuck. Apostle, I'm, uh, let me, uh, we'll, we'll meet in church. Then I start looking for a jerry can. And that's what people think makes a pastor a humble person. That's not true. Yes. It's a matter of money. You get a point now. <laughs> so, if you are in the church, and then one day, I'm telling you this so that, you see, some of you, you prepare yourselves to be offended. Yes, so I'm also preparing you that when the time comes and you're offended, we will not bother that you're offended. Yes, if the Bible says, whosoever knoweth what is good, and doeth it not, it is a sin to him. So, if they tell me, oh, you are at the hospital, we should come and see you. One of the things I'll check is, is this person truly a church member? If the person is a church member, does he pay tithe? Because this place, the owner doesn't receive tongues as rent payment. Do you get it? And if everybody was faithful in their tithing, the church will uh, do so well and so much better. Do you get it? Otherwise, your coming to church every Sunday is, I don't even want to say it's like the, uh, the clubs. Even the clubs receive dues. Do you get it? The clubs, they receive dues. Do you understand? So, 
Don't just be a visitor to the church Sunday after Sunday. So the day we tell you we don't know you, then you'll be offended. I come to church every, I sit at the front, you know. That's not a church member. You could equally be a ghost who have chosen this place to come every Sunday. Yeah, some ghosts, they leave Langata Cemetery and they look for somewhere to go. You may be somebody who wakes up from Langata Cemetery and you come here. (laughs) A real church member, one of the things a real church member does is they pay tithe. Yes. They do what? They pay tithe. So, I believe that is the reason you're being told this. You've never had this card. When you finish the, a particular year, like if this is, this side is um, 2022 and this side is 2023, when this side finishes, you have to give us this card. Do you understand? Yes, you have to give us. As your pastor, I also have my own. I pay tithe. Yes, I pay tithe. So, uh, don't be that wishy-washy Christian. Do you get it? Coming to church and sitting here doesn't make you a Christian. All right? Yeah, so the tithe helps the church to continue to exist. So um, I was just bringing that aspect. It will help you maximize the space for the amount. Assuming you are paying 200,000 tithe, you need a bit of more space. Yeah, so you just write the last three um, reference um, code or digits of the M-Pesa code you sent when you do a transaction. Um, So that's the essence of it. And as a member, take this aspect of your membership seriously. Do you understand? Yeah, some people, when they lose a father, or they lose a mother, God forbid. They want the church to travel to their village. Do you understand? Yeah. Or they want the church to give them a donation. What betides you if you don't give anything? They get offended. They leave church. Meanwhile, you also sat here for God knows how long. And you never put anything into the church. You, you want to reap where you have not sown. And I don't, that goes against God's principles. So be a faithful tither. Yes. Don't be a faithful visitor. Be a faithful tither. Yes. If this is your church, all right, then you must also be part of the taking on of the financial responsibilities of the church. And a church has financial responsibilities. Yes. We pay rent in this place. Over a hundred and something every month. It's no joke. Do you understand? Yeah. So um, take note of that. It's, it should, it must be important for us to try to teach you um, to do it right or correctly. Amen. Give the Lord a big clap of it. Those who do not give thanks. (laughs) Remember that one of the evils of the last days 
is the fact that men will be unthankful. Yes. Uh, They will be so entitled that they will be unthankful. And that is according to 2 Timothy chapter 3. From the verse 1, the verse 2, the verse 3. He enumerates many of the evils of the last days. And one of them is that men will be unthankful. Praise the Lord. Amen. Last week we said those who do not say thank you for loyalty. Amen. Yes, those who uh, do not say thank you for loyalty are also people who don't value loyalty. Are you listening to me? And I want you to know that without the key of loyalty, we cannot even build this church. If we do not have loyal members, loyal church members, if we do not have loyal pastors, if we do not have loyal Basanta members. If we do not have loyal shepherds, we cannot build this church. I can still teach point number one. So stop looking at me like you already taught it. Please move on. If, if you make me angry, I'll stay here. Yes. There's a group, when I mention their name, they don't want me to mention their name. I said, without loyal shepherds. That is why we will build centers and the centers will be destroyed. And you have to think of another way to still build the church is from the absence of loyalty. Are you listening to me? If I take out the pastors, I am looking around for loyal people. If I take out the pastors, if you are a businessman, the people you employ to work in your organization You want them to be loyal to the ideals of your organization. When Nakumat was um, still alive, they had um, a way that when you shop, you get points. They are smart cards, right? It's a way of engendering loyalty in the people because you can either shop at Naivas, shop at Quickmat, or shop at Nakumat. What is it that will make you go to Nakumat and not Naivas? Do you understand? So, like now, there is Carrefour. They also have um, 
the same principle. You shop, they give you points. Yes. Again, is a way of buying or retaining your loyalty. There are many oil companies. There is Shell. There is um, Rubies. Um, there is mention them. Total. You will be surprised that every one of these guys wants you to buy fuel at only their station. Do you understand? They want you to buy if you want to buy fuel come to Shell. Come to Total. So sometimes they even give you stickers to put on the tank. Isn't it? So you are reminded that I only fuel at Total or I only fuel at Shell. Everybody is looking for loyalty. Do you understand? I was reading an article on a restaurant that wanted to come into Kenya. Uh, And um, the name sounded quite similar. So this restaurant was coming from Uganda. It's already here now. But the name was going to sound like a restaurant that is already here. So when the people that were already here heard that this restaurant is coming, they took them to court. They've not come here to, but they were taken to court. Do you understand? So what the people did is they decided, forget the issue of the name. They used the two initials of the same name. And they started the restaurant here. So unless you've read about them, you didn't know that it's a similar name, but they are here with just two letters as part of their name for the restaurant. Do you understand? I don't want to mention a name so that somebody thinks that I'm campaigning for... Yes. But when the people who were already here had the name of that restaurant that wanted to come... They took them to court. So they had a case for almost three, four years. And then they found a way and they got here. And as we speak, they already have four branches of their restaurant. Do you get it? And people know them just by two alphabets, uh, two letters of the alphabet. And they're okay. Do Do you understand? Yes. They are okay with just two Letters of the alphabet and they are into in business. Why were they taken to court? Somebody is afraid that you are coming to take my loyal customers. That's why when people leave pastors, so you know it's the same thing. They left Love Springs International Church. They'll start leaving Springs International Church. It's, it's an issue of loyalty. Rarely do they choose a name that doesn't sound like where they are coming from. You got a point now? Yeah, they'll make it power springs. Yes, they, they are, their love is springing. Here, our power is springing. It's an issue of loyalty. 
Yeah, so when people build brands, one of the things, the next step is the protection of the brand. Yes, the protection of the brand. So, everywhere, every facet of life, in fact, even in the marriage, a wife is looking for loyalty. I mean, imagine you're going to marry a man and the man tells you that, baby, I love you. But, besides you, I'm going to be sampling other women. Women don't like to hear that nonsense. I said women don't like to hear that nonsense. It's even worse for a man that the woman you want to marry tells you that besides you, why when he buana one? You are buana one. You are the main man. Yes, your your future wife is telling you you are buana one. But besides you, buana one, I'm going to have other buanas, buana two, buana three, buana fifty, buana seventy. You get the point now. A man who say, Charlie, continue looking for your buanas. I'm not the kind. That's the truth. So even in relationships, people are looking for loyalty. Yeah. When people talk, it it is only uh, people who are not serious who say they are in an open relationship. Yes. Some of you even use the term, but you don't know what it means. Yes. You, you should see their status. They declare, I'm in an open relationship. Yes. What do you mean by you are in an open relationship is the fact that you are with somebody, but the person has given you the permission to be with other people. Yes. So, your husband can go sleep with another woman. Or your wife is not one way, both ways. Yes, the woman also can go sleep with another as long as she comes home. You got a point now. Yes, as long as she that's an open relationship. Yes. Yeah. Then the your wife also can say, Charlie, I found a young guy. I'm going there. I'll be back in the evening, all right? Yes. So they do things on their own. But then they are still together. Yes. As long as you are Buana one. Yes. You are the main Buana. Yes. That's an open relationship. But it is a very demonic way of living. That's if you're a Christian. It's a very demonic way of living. So you can see that even in relationships... Yes. When you are married, one of the things uh, in the vow during marriage is the part where they say, is it, men forget that part. Forsaking all others. Yes, there's, if you didn't write your vow and you use the traditional vow, one part of the vow is forsaking all others. So there are others 
but you have chosen this one and so you are forsaking all yeah. some of you don't like what I'm teaching because you, you, you didn't say any vow yes you are a freelancer you have not made a vow to anybody Yes, a part of the vow says forsaking all others. Careful. So loyalty is important and for a minister or anybody that wants to do something for God, loyalty is the most important key. Go with me to 1 Corinthians 4 verse 2. Are you here? Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. It is required. It is required. People want to be shepherds, but they don't want the requirement of faithfulness. So whenever you demand faithfulness, they think you are are labeled as to something. The requirement for leadership is faithfulness. You see, I know when the message is not welcome. So I stay where the thing is thicker the most. Because it's a sign that Shidaiko you understand? Yes. The problem is loyalty. Many people seated here have issues with loyalty. I mean, you, you are a lying shepherd. You are not a faithful shepherd. How many lie? In fact, you, when you got saved and you were not a shepherd, you were righteous. When you became a shepherd, with all the hundreds of lies you have had to tell, you became, you opened the door to devils and to demons, and now they've led you on a different path. As I speak, you are on a totally different path than the path God had placed you on. Yes. Faithfulness, fidelity, fealty. Loyalty is fealty. Loyalty is fidelity. That you are faithful. And faithful till you die. It's not common. You yourself you know it's not common. How many times have you not lied to collect money as a shepherd? Many times. Many times. You know? There are people who tell somebody, I am busing 20 people. Sunday morning is when, you see, if Jesus came in the few months ago, few months ago, maybe right now you may make heaven, but if Jesus came few months ago, before I said they should sit down, many of them will not go to heaven. And especially if he came Sunday morning. I said especially if he came 
on a Sunday morning because somebody has collected money and bassing 20 people in their heart they knew they are bassing 5 but you see Sunday morning is market days Sunday morning is market day so they are going to pocket the the um, transport for 15 people on a Sunday morning and then we are like this and then Jesus comes. You think they will go? They will not go. Yes. So you will, you can easily turn your calling into something you're doing because of money. Yes. It's hot. Yeah. And the person will point. They won't even go back to whoever helped them and so I'd ask you, is it this faithfulness? I'd ask you for busing for 20 people. Unfortunately, only five of my members turned up. Then you are told, oh, it's all right, just keep it. And then there's a difference between just keep it and then, oh, use it next Sunday. If you were told, use it next Sunday, you must be faithful to set that money aside. Now next Sunday comes and because you took it from her, you now say, who can do this again today? Who can do this again today? You are not being faithful. That's the truth. You're not being faithful. You're not being faithful. You see, like one of the requirements, why will banks check the integrity of their workers? Do serious background checks before they employ you at the bank. You're going to be handling people's hard-earned cash. You think they're just going to pick anybody? You know, there are some people, if they had called me that, we are employing so-so and so at this bank, I would have told them, run! You, you, the CEO, tell the CEO that a pastor from Ghana says, Run! They can't even use me as a reference. Yes. Huh. Huh. Hey. Huh. Oh, day. Run. You got a point now. Faithfulness. Otherwise, someone will bring a huge sum of money in Ghana must go back. Then your eyes will just start doing the. <laughs> There are some clients, they don't have time to come and deposit the money. Yes, they call the bank and the bank sends somebody, go and collect this amount. So, meet in between collecting the money to the bank, you disappear. (laughs) Next, you are in Mombasa. From Mombasa, you have moved into Tanzania. Yes. The bank wants to believe that they have some of the most faithful people counting people's monies. Then the church, we want everybody, whether they are faithful or not. No, I'm showing you in the Bible that anybody that wants to be a steward A steward is a caretaker. A steward is a shepherd. A steward is a pastor. The 
person must have the requirement of loyalty. Loyalty. Careful. There are signs that shows that somebody is not loyal. In fact, because you gave me that cold reception, I've decided to stay there. Yes. When you see some signs, you should know that here now the people are not loyal. Yes. The signs of disloyalty, number one. You want to dictate to the spirit what the spirit should teach. A leader who disappoints you in times of pressure or crisis. Do you understand? Like the church is in crisis. And then you have leaders who cannot stand up to be counted. The people who cannot stand up to be counted are showing disloyalty. When there are crises in the church, do you understand? Then you don't have leaders who stand up to be counted, to be part of the solution. They go into hibernation and when you solve the problem, then they come out. Yes. They wait. Yes. They don't even want to be identified with you. Yes. The time when you need their voice, the time when you need them to speak, they go into hiding and then when the wind blows and it's over, then they return as though nothing has happened. Yes. They disappoint you when you are in crisis. Oh yes. Suddenly they have traveled. Suddenly their mother is sick. Oh yes. Suddenly they have issues to resolve. That's one of the signs that you are working with a disloyal person. Number two, leaders who disappoint you when they are under pressure. They have husband wahala. Uh-huh. They have marriage wahala. And whatever crisis they have, it hinders them from carrying out faithfully their work. They have headache. There cannot be center service. Why? They have headache. They have cramps. The center must not hold because the shepherd is having cramps. You will be surprised what pastors go through to stand here and minister to you Sunday after Sunday. The the thing is that you don't see pressure on pastors, but there is pressure. In our personal lives, there is pressure. But you can't stand here and say, "Eh, you people, you are not aware, but I need you to know, my children have not eaten this morning. As we have all come to church, when you see my son quiet, just know that there are problems with food in our house. No pastor, Leaders don't do that. 
There are some people, the moment they have problem, you see their face, you see their problem. You see their face, you see their problem. You don't even need to be a prophet. You see their face, you see their problem. Or they give you a face so that you ask, Kwani, what is happening? There is a name for that thing. Yes, there is a name for it. It is called manipulation. Yes. Growing up, my mother will not allow me to manipulate her. I have received beatings in my life for frowning my face. I said, growing up, my mother will not allow me to manipulate her. Yes, that I'm just in the house. I'm not talking to anybody. Modern day children, that's how they, they do hakietu. Yes, they are in the house with their earpiece. They go from the room to the kitchen, from the kitchen back to the room. They lock the door, they coil on the bed. Is it some right there? Right there. Somebody is trying to manipulate somebody. And if you were my son or you were my daughter, you, you would not know what hit you. As you are in the ministry of manipulation, you will not know what hit you. Because God gave you a mouth. If something is bothering you, you speak it. You don't act out. Use your mouth and say, Daddy, I don't like the fact that I was watching cartoons and you took the remote. Then I will educate you on authority. you can be lying there manipulating and then as a small Peking, all kinds of demons are now ministering to you through the earphone through the coiling on the bed they are telling you oh how he doesn't love you how your mother doesn't care for you you see even she's not asking you two days now you have not said a word she's not even asking you what is wrong you now receive preachings and teachings from demons no. I'm going to straighten you as you are trying to manipulate me. Yes. Then when I finish, I ask you, what was your problem? Yes. Now let's talk about the problem. What was it? Why are you acting up? Why are you misbehaving? Do you understand? Yes. Because my mother never allowed me. Yes. I've received brutal beatings. Yes. For trying to manipulate an elder. It's annoying to see that a child whose brain has not crossed 12 years of existence is trying to manipulate a brain that has crossed almost five decades of existence. Whoever allows you is not helping you. Yes. You, somebody must tell you that your brain is seven years old. Yes. I said somebody must tell you that your brain is just 10 years old. Come on now. And you see the same thing in the church. When they are acting up, you see them sitting down. Adults, full adults, still in the ministry of manipulation. They will not smile. Favor sang it. They will not laugh anymore. They will not hug anymore. Somebody is just trying to show you that. I got problems. Yes. Yes. How you behave under pressure, under your own crisis, says a lot about your personality. Yes. 
Some people, they, they shrivel when they are under pressure. Yeah. They shrink when they are under pressure. And I can tell you for sure that you need a training that makes you robust. A training that makes you haggard and ragged under pressure. Because this world we live in, it will give you pressure. To give you pressure. Apostle, I have resigned. Why did you resign? My boss talked to me anyhow. Who are you? You, you, in your life. Who are you that a boss cannot talk to you anyhow? Every three months, you are working in a different company. You, you don't have loyalty. Is it not the message is hot? Every four months, you have changed. You, I used to work here. Two months after, we are checking on you. When we go there, they say, oh, I, 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 he's not here. Are you cool? Yes. So, you see, what you are lacking in loyalty, even to the work of God, is showing in your own private life. You, since you started working, because you have to finish school, then you start working. So, since you started, you have, in fact, there are only two more companies in this city you are here to work for. Yes, only two companies. And the reason you have stayed longer at this one is because somebody has told you, Are you aware that after this company and this other one, there's no more company you can go? So now you are staying for a while. Yes. But if nature is true and if nature is powerful, you will soon leave that one too. <laughs> you will soon leave that one too. Are you listening to me? Oh, you don't want me to teach about loyalty. I will teach it. Yes. If they look, you see, some people will not employ you. They look at your CV. Then they see 2,000 to 2001, you worked here. 2002 to 2000, you worked here. 2003 to 2000, you worked here. Some, I shouldn't even do one year. January to April, 2000, you worked here. And April to June, you worked here. Do you understand? In one year, you have done four companies. That's why sometimes when you go for an interview, they ask you, why is it that in a short space of time you've worked at so many places? Yes, they, they are trying to see why. You have a problem. Do you understand? Yes. And such a person, I will not be surprised if their human body count is like their rate of changing jobs. Yes, January to March, you are with one boy. When you change job, you change the boy. <laughs> Every workplace, you dated somebody. You just see that your, your loyalty, and believe you me, you may, you may smile, you may laugh at this, but somehow, insidiously, 
this lack of loyalty is playing out in your life. Yes. <laughs> Insidiously is, is, is a word. <laughs> like chinia maji. Like sublimally. Yes. It's playing out in your life. Yeah. Some of you, you, you have issues with disloyalty, but you call it boredom. You say, I easily get bored. It's not boredom. It's disloyalty. I said it's not boredom. It is disloyalty. Call a spade a spade. It's not boredom. It is disloyalty. I didn't plan to teach about disloyalty. I just wanted to do point number one and I go to the new point. But I, I realized that there's a demand for the message. There's a demand for the message. I've been here 14 years. I've been here 14 years. Yes. If I was bored, you'd have seen second year. I'm in Uganda. Yes. Third year, I'm in Tanzania. I've been here 14 years. I said it's not called boredom. It's called disloyalty. Yes. I mean, it's only in your life that a boss talking to you in a way you didn't like made you pull out pen and wrote a resignation letter. <laughs> I have left your organization from today. Please make arrangement and pay me all my emoluments. <laughs> I've left your organization. <laughs> yeah. When God realizes that you have such a problem, he will send you people who are wilder than where you left. Yes. Yeah. And God will observe you as you live a life of a fugitive vagabond. Yes. You can be a young man and your pride is bigger than Mount Kenya. Yes. You haven't achieved anything in your life, but your ego is bigger than Mount Kenya. You see, this church, I'm going to teach you. If you like, keep coming. If you like, change the church. When you change the church also, we know what is going to happen to you. You may fall into the hands of some people. Stab. <laughs> you hear the point now? Yeah. If what is happening doesn't scare you, if it doesn't scare you, <laughs> some people, those who do not give thanks, some people don't give thanks that they are in a good church. Yes. They can't give thanks that they are in a good church. Yes. Yes, you can't give thanks that you are in a good church. Your heart is okay. I'm not after your heart. Hey. Hey. And I'm teaching you in the Bible, supporting what I teach with the text of the scripture. I don't even thankful. This is my church. Wow. Yeah. My church, we, we believe the Bible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey. 
Anyway, I'll go and see that guy. When I know finally where he'll be, I'm going to see him. I'm going to ask him, how did you do it? Yes. I've been trying to get my people to do biblical fasting. You, you have led them in unbiblical starvation. How did you do it? Yes. Yes. Uh, he is eating and he's putting on weight. When I ask you to do a fast, I don't do. Don't do it. Yes. Yeah, after they have starved and finished, then he will start his own. Hmm. You got a point now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, thank you for reminding me. I am going to donate Benson to that church. Official donation from Love Springs all the way to. Yes, we are donating him. As an offering to that place. When he returns, you see that he's a guru of fasting. A fasting guru. Not that you'll be here, I said, let's fast. Then he'll tell me, a lawyer cannot fast. Go and see how other lawyers are starving. <laughs> In fact, pastors, we're having a meeting after church. We're writing an official letter to Shaka Place. We are taking him to Shaka Place. We don't want anything. We are giving him out for free. Free donation. Yes. They'll go and lock him. He'll fast. Yes. That's the time you know that the lawyer can fast. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell them they should only return him when his two bones here begins to look like the wing of a famished angel. Then they return him. (laughs) So we have an offering to give. Yes. (laughs) Alukwe. We are donating. In fact, the Bible says you should go an extra mile. These two donations will happen. Alukwe at Benson. Yes. Yes. I'm donating two lawyers. After I do the donation, the church will grow. Yes, the church will grow. Yes. You got a point now. Even if the pastors don't agree, I'm donating them. <laughs> All young Luya men stand on your feet. <laughs> if you are a young Luya man, please be on your feet. I, I want to look at how many I'm going to donate. All the young Luyas. Go and leave Eliana alone. Be on your feet, yes. Look around you and see if you find any young lawyer, young man who is not standing. Forty, you, you are forgiven. I'm going to make donations from this group. Yes. 
I've not seen Okwemba in my fastings. I'm sending him to the school of starvation that he may learn how to forgo food. There are some when I send them, they'll reject our offering. Because they already look like they are part of the Shaka place. (laughs) They'll say, bring us somebody with enough meat. Governor, please be on your feet. Governor, be on your feet. You see? They will say, I should bring them somebody with enough meat. Yes, enough meat. This one I'm going to send Alukwe. Who do you think they will accept? They will accept governor. Yes. Like governor can go one year and still survive. Alukwe, three days. You pay me. <laughs> And then they'll call us. Your offering has expired. <laughs> the offering didn't even last for seven days. It has expired. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sit down. <laughs> you, you can't be, you can't be tribal sensitive in the church. <laughs> Two years and governor will still be there. Yes. Two years you'll still be standing. <laughs> if I take Pastor Edwin, they'll reject him. <laughs> he already looks like he has been at the place before. I've started investigating him. Because there was a time he used to tell me, Apostle, I'm going to Mombasa. I have a court case. So now I've started investigating him. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> so, you see, you even have to be thankful that you're in a good church. Yes. You have been in this church how many years? How many church members have died? Just so you know what you should be thankful for. Yes. I mean, I thank God for the grace that I'm not a pastor that have members dying. Especially where I come from. Then my church members won't live. They are dying. Oh. It's a foregone conclusion. Yes. It's a foregone conclusion. And to pastor a church for 14 years. How many weekends in 14 years have you seen me standing behind a grave? Saying dust to dust. Ashes to... I have not said ashes to ashes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You got a point now. Yeah. Even was it last year? I opened the door that people can now die. They are still not dying. <laughs> because people were so stubborn that I was thinking that when they see someone has permit around us, they will wake up. I've also opened the door, but they are still not dying. glory to God there are some churches every weekend 
the elders are on their way to one village for burial. Yeah. In fact, sometimes they spread the leadership. You, you are going here. It's your turn. Go to Meru. You, go to Nyeri. You, go to Machakos. Hey. I can't afford my leadership to be at funeral sites. Yes. I want us to be at, at building sites. Ca- cathedral building sites. Not six feet building sites. You got a point now. Yeah. You should be thankful for the church you are in. Yeah. Members have children. I'm not burying my members' children. I believe it's a grace. Do you understand? It's a grace. I believe it's a covenant that is working. So be faithful. Do you understand? Yeah. When you are under pressure, you still must be faithful. Yeah. Some ladies, when they are pregnant, their loyalty disappears. Yes. Over the years, over the centuries, women have tried to make pregnancy look like it is a sickness. Yes. And you see, pregnancy is not a sickness. It is not. Yeah, when you are pregnant, you are not sick. (laughs) Of course, come on. I'm I'm not a novice. Some pregnancies are difficult pregnancies. I know that. Yes, but not all pregnancies are difficult. Yes, so you should be able to be strong up until the time of delivery. Don't use pregnancy as a sign to be disloyal. You can't come to church when we ask you so. You have been vomiting from 3 (laughs) a.m. You know, you have been vomiting. Sister, you are pregnant. You are not sick. Yes. You are pregnant. You are not sick. So don't turn pregnancy into a sickness. Yes. I mean, God must be very bad to give women sickness. Do you understand? Like he makes your pregnancy a sickness. No. It's not a sickness. So when you are even pregnant now, of course, for your husband. Yes, when I speak, I speak in terms of a husband. When you are pregnant for your husband, uh-huh, you should still be faithful. Yes. And I was surprised when I came to Kenya and uh, I realized that women go, can go in and out and they are carrying their baby like they enter today, sometimes by evening they are on their way home, or they enter today, tomorrow they are going. Yes. Where I come from, the, I, I think our wives are very bad. They don't like coming home straight after birth. They want to stay in the hospital. You pay hospital bill, you know, for the bed, because you're paying for the bed and all that. They stay two weeks sometimes. Yes. Now I've, I've realized why. So that they can just eat, sleep, 
and relax. Yes. Now I've seen the reason why. Yeah. When I came here, I realized that they, yes, they, they come and then a day, the next day they are out. Yeah. So if you know somebody who is giving birth and you don't go quickly, they leave the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's the hospital that sucks them to go home early. Yeah. <laughs> they can monitor you just for six hours. You're all right. Charlie, go home. <laughs> next person comes and takes the bed you got a point now yeah so when you are under pressure or you have crisis don't let it affect what you do yeah some people you see that they quickly change yeah they change so that you see that yeah is it that will not even end you a solution Yes. What will end you a blessing is that in spite of your pressure, it did, you didn't crack. You didn't show it. And we got to know later that all the while your center was doing 50 people, you had this particular problem. It will end you respect and it will end you honor. Yeah. Why didn't you go and do center? I didn't have Transport fare to go to the center. I didn't have transport fare. Yes. The person saying this, the person saying this can walk to go and fornicate. The person saying this can walk to go and fornicate. But it's God's work. I don't have transport to go to the center. Glory to God. How many have I given you? Leaders who have moral weaknesses. Leaders who have moral weaknesses. They are here. They will listen to me whether they like it or not. Young men who had no interest in shepherding. But because the babes are gathering around shepherding. I said the babes are gathering around shepherding. So you see that they also come around shepherding with their moral weaknesses. Only so that when he says, oh, I'm a shepherd. Yeah. Then the sheep will relax around a shepherd. And the sheep will not think of anything bad around such a, a shepherd. Meanwhile, his only interest is how he may get your number, how he may call you, how he may lure you so that you come and he sleeps with you. That's it. He has no business to do with shepherding. He doesn't have a passion for souls. He doesn't have a passion for winning souls. But you see, the babes are gathering around shepherding. Some people sin and then they are praying that Lord, do not reveal it. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Use your blood and cover my sins. Oh Lord, your mercy can cover me. Lord, let your mercy.
cover me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. When you have leaders that have moral weaknesses, you see that there are many young women, young girls, we've lost to lustful shepherds than we lost to devils. Yes. <laughs> I should be asking Mandela for the data. I said there are many people who will not come to this church because of what they have had to do with a shepherd. Yes. yes. See, the church is quiet because the, the market is here. Yes. Yeah. With moral weaknesses. Yes. I mean, how, how thirsty are you? Let me teach it. How thirsty are you? I mean, is your name, are you a B? Are you a B? Sister A, you move there. Sister B, you move there. Sister C, you move there. Sister D, you move there. Like, you, you just hate to see a young lady hovering around the church without your powers being exercised over them. When you see a young lady, now you are, you are saying that you want to be a pastor. You are saying that God has called you, but you are not even fighting to overcome this problem you have with your waist. And then somebody is going to put you over a branch. I mean, when we come to the church, you have eaten all the sheep. And you see, you may think that what I'm teaching is of no consequence. If you like, let, let's mention some young men and they stand up and we ask them how many sheep have they eaten. I said, if you like. Yes. And if they lie, I will give them, I will give them accurate numbers and accurate names. I will, I will fetch a name for them. And then in the presence of God, let them deny it. See, that's the point I become, my eyes become red. And then I want to showcase something. Somebody feels like going to the bathroom right now. Forget how innocent looking they look. Forget it. I said, forget how innocent looking they look. Yes. And you see, we have not lost souls. We have lost souls. Somebody was coming to Jesus. When they came to Jesus, you, you are chasing them with your bolo bolo like this. And they have run away from the church. With your one bolo bolo, we have lost ten souls. With another bolo bolo, we have lost five. 
you can see how moral weakness affects the growth of the church. Listen, some people, some people have had terrible experiences with Casanova pastors. Yes. They've not stayed in a church without a pastor proposing to them. Do you understand? And majority have had those experiences. They are looking for a church. Then when they come, there's another pseudo pastor called a shepherd. Who's Bolo Bolo is chasing them. <laughs> we can become a church that gives the final hope to somebody. Yes. If I should have male pastors who don't chase the young girls to sleep with them. People, some people need their faith in God restored. Do you understand? Because of diverse experiences they've had ever since they got saved. Do you understand? Yeah. They, no pastor has left them. No pastor has just look at them and then say, you stay in the church. Eh? No. So, when they come to a church where there is even not the teaching against fornication and all these things, then you have a shepherd who says, we'll do it, but nobody will know. There are pastors here who cannot explain why they lost some members. And the people responsible for the loss always, hi, help me, Lisa. Help me, Beryl. They look at and greet them. And they know why they cannot see the soul the pastor is looking for. They, 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 that's the truth. That's the truth. Hmm. See, the church is quiet. Hmm. Sometimes we also have honey sisters who also have chased certain brothers away from the church. The honey sisters are forcing the brothers. I want to come and visit you. Yeah. As for the honey sisters, their formula is one. Yes, I want to come and visit you. In her head, whatever happens after the visit is their actual desire. But I want to come and visit you. Oh, I'll be at home. Um, I'll be at home on uh, Saturday. Saturday at um, I'll be there at uh, ten a.m. You can come. So no, 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 no. I'll be busy, but I'll be there at eight p.m. <laughs> dinner, dinner. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand? They will force to visit a brother. Yes. And when they even visit the brother, don't sit in one place. Oh. They'll take charge of the atmosphere. Oh, um, is that your fridge? You say yes. Oh, can I get water from your fridge? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) 
and the brother is there alone with you. Sexy small nyash they shake, small nyash they shake, and he's there. Uh, Mumu doesn't know that it's a trap they are set for you. I want to visit you. We've lost also brothers from the church because of certain sisters. You see the sisters sitting here and smiling nicely. Yeah. They know what they have done because after some brothers, after you've chased them to their homes, you've slept with them, they may never come to church again. Yes, that's the truth. Yeah. They will never come to church. Maybe the sisters will try and come. Yeah. But some brothers, ah, Nainda. Nainda. Yeah. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So, when you have leaders with with moral weaknesses. That's a sign of disloyalty. Yeah? Because you'll be gathering and they'll be scattering. You will be gathering, they'll be scattering, and they'll be looking at you like this. <laughs> Apostle, you have not done outreach for a while, though. <laughs> These ones are now, are now old. Apostle, you know, the Bible says we should encourage one another in good works. Yeah, when is the next batch of harvest coming in? The angel that will slap you. He has been exercising since the world began. You, we win souls. They come in. Sometimes the first Sunday, three brothers are chasing one sister. The first Sunday, she just lifted her hands to give her life to Christ. She hasn't even put her hands down. Three brothers. I said she just lifted her hand though. She hasn't finished putting down the hand. Three brothers have marked a sister. You get the point now? The sister just lifted her hand. Say this after me. Dear Lord Jesus. She hasn't put her hands down from the confession. Three brothers. Yes. Huh? 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 Mali fresh. Hey, you think they are going to do follow up? No, 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 no. They are going to do follow up for Bolo Bolo. Bolo Bolo follow up. Yes. They take a number. Why would I have your number? Why do I want your number? Do you understand? Why do I want your number? Sisters have suffered. Sisters have. If some sisters come out to say things, some proud shepherding brothers will be. They'll they'll be humble for life. 
humbled for life. Careful. You're going to be a pastor. You're going to have beautiful women in your church. You can't have that level of lust working in your life. You can't have that level of lust. Every is like every word when you turn you can't be out of control. You understand? Allow some people to just be your church members. That's it. Leave it at that. Sometimes you must be the one who is even running away from Wahala. Do you understand? Yeah. If you take my number and you start talking to me 10 p.m., 11 p.m., do you understand? Like, I should be the one running away from Wahala that is coming. No, but some of you, you are you are anointed, yeah. There are times you have to run. You don't wait, you run. Yes. But you, you don't understand running. You actually believe in running towards the the place the bomb has been set. Yes. There are people I prefer communicating to them through somebody. Yes. I prefer communicating to them through somebody. I would rather talk to somebody to talk to you. That's it. Yeah. Yes, that's it. You, you, I don't know whether you are planning to set up a phone directory business. I don't know. Maybe we need to ask you. Because even the people you walk up to to collect their number, they, they, they have absolutely nothing to do with you. They are not even your, the same center you were in or the same, like, you are in this direction, they are in that direction, but no, you, you, you go, work out, they go. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Huh? And they know themselves as I'm teaching the point. Number four, leaders who have financial weaknesses. Weaknesses. It starts with not being a tither. I said it starts with not being financially faithful as a tither. Oh yeah. (laughs) You got a point now. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. A leader who doesn't tithe. Then it opens the doors to other things. Next, you see the same person finding other ways to steal from the church. I wanted to say to thief from the church. <laughs> to thief from the church. Yes. <laughs> or to extort from the church. Oh yeah. 
It starts from not being a faithful tither. If you, I was raising a group of bandits, I stopped, I stopped the banditry. Yes. I stopped the bandits. Yes. I was raising a group of extortioners. I stopped the extortion. If they like, let them go on their knees and pray against me. Your prayer will not move anything. And the day you start praying against me, you see an angel will slap you. Slap you for at you, 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 a thief, you are praying against the pastor. You, you receive a slap. Is it financial malfeasance is even real in the church? <laughs> Do you understand? Financial malfeasance. Yes. Is real in the church. Yeah. <laughs> it's real in the church. <laughs> Only people who have done business know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's real in the church. Hey, if I cannot trust you with money, I will be a fool to trust you with my life. There's always a connection between life and money. Judas sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. He gave the a life of a man. He surrounded the life of a man for 30 pieces of silver. Joke with somebody who has financial weakness. You're joking with your life. It may be your shop. They will kill you and take the shop. As long as their mind is set on the money. Then you know, he only stole once. He only stole once is the sign God needed to give you. Who told you a thief repents overnight? Let's talk now, yeah? Let's talk. You stole meat from your mother's soup. How many times did you steal it? You stole once and then you stop? Umewacha. Up till today, if you are given the chance, you still steal from your mother's soup. And let me tell you, young people in this church, let me tell you, listen, let me tell you, young people in this church, anything you do not want to do when you're 50 years, when you're 60 years, when you're between 60 to 70 years, Never cultivate it when you are young because old habits die very hard. So, some of you are 65, you will still be a Mugundi. You'll be stealing from your grandchildren. Your daughter has brought your Pekins. Let's go and see Guka. You are playing with. 
small kababa, you put your hand in his pocket. Hey, kababa, you see, Guka has stolen 500. Yes. <laughs> you get the point now. You'll be surprised that at 60 something, you are still pilfering. Yes. <laughs> Some people will be 60, 70 years and still be looking for small girls. Yes. It's a habit. It's a habit. It's a habit. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah, it's a habit. So, if you see into your life and you realize, hey, I have this, I have not overcome. Quickly overcome it now. Before you start stealing from your own grandchildren who have come to you for a visit. Because there are some thieves, they don't even sp- uh, spare the members of their household. <laughs> you can also be a husband who steals from his wife. Or you can be a wife that steals from your husband. If you are washing my clothes as my wife and you find $100, I expect you to submit it. Ogabwana, there's $100 here. Don't take it and pretend like you didn't see any money. Because if you saw condoms in my pocket, the whole world will hear that you saw condoms in my pocket. If you see $100, why are you quiet? So men who are into condom business always put always put the condoms with the money. Yes. Put the condoms with the money. Yes. Put it together. Then when they bring the condoms, oh before we talk about the condom, there was three thousand in my pocket. Let's <laughs> let her let her three thousand. Let's talk about let then you say no no we are talking of no 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 before we talk about that please. There was 3,000 also where you found the condoms. Yes, let's talk about the 3,000. Yes. <laughs> Some women are looking at me like, hmm. when they find money, they keep quiet. Yeah. True or not true? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's a washing allowance. The condoms is also a washing allowance. Yeah. You've not seen situations where the, a woman finds condom in the husband's pocket and the whole neighborhood must hear. What were you doing with this condom? Yeah. Then they will even now do inventory. How many were they that this one is left here? This particular one comes with three. Where are the other two? (laughs) Careful. Yeah. So you see that financial weakness is very integral. Yes. To your leadership and to succeeding as a leader. 
I mean, you can't, I mean, where did you get to that you became money obsessed? Some of you, it was no longer about souls. It became about money, money. When you talk to somebody, it was money. When you talk to this one, money. Careful. Financial weaknesses. You say you are a shepherd. You don't tithe. No wonder the devil used you and used you. Careful. How many have I given you? Five. Leaders who are worldly. Leaders who are worldly. They watch worldly perverted movies. Right on their phones is a collection of pawns. True or not true? They have folders that are under lock and key. Yes. Password protected folders. They can save pornography on their phones. But they cannot save podcast on their phone. Some people, their phone is a hub for virus. Yes. The phone is always hanging. It's because the pornography has corrupted the, the phone. Yes. They visit porn sites on their phones. If you like frown, I'm teaching. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to teach. Yes. (laughs) Do you understand? The same person doesn't have Amplified Bible, doesn't have um, NLT, doesn't have NIV, doesn't have whatever, but they have assorted collections of Pawns. They have collected songs. Every song Davido has sung is in their phones. Every song Diamonds has sung. Update from yesterday. They have it. You see, you can't be worldly and succeed as a loyal leader. Yes. The world will lure you. The world will draw you out. Yes. Yes. Huh. Banner boy. All his songs. In fact, you become angry when someone plays one of the songs you don't know. So, how, how come I didn't know of this song? Huh? Huh? How come? You mean my favorite artist sang this song? How come I don't know? Yeah. 
But to be spiritual. Mm-mm. Yeah. Such a worldly leader won't go far. Yes. And many have not gone far. That's just the truth. By the grace of God, I've seen people who were at levels I was many years ago. And the levels I saw them in, what they are doing at their level. And what I did when I was at that level are contradistinct. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I've seen young men whose preoccupation is pornography. I believe the first time I ever saw pornography was when I came to Kenya. And I'm not even exaggerating. The first time I saw pornography. And it was at the gym. Yes. And someone had taken my phone. The first time I ever saw. Hey! Chineke. Yes. I had come to Kenya. Yes. And I had come to Kenya. I was 29 or so. Yes. I was 29 or so. Maybe by the time I was at the gym, I was 30 something. Yeah. It's the first time I saw a sight. Yes. You, you have been feasting since you were nine. <laughs> feasting. Feasting. So, you see, my problem, you, 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 I won't have the problems you've had. Do, do you understand? I, I know it doesn't, but it will make sense to you. I, is the reason I cannot have the problems you have. Because what I was feasting on growing is not what you are feasting on growing. They are two different things. An old man was in a church. Old man. Gray hair. So like how you have up um, whatever cameras. And the camera guy, I don't know whether he knew that he Tumbaya. So he was on his phone, and then the guy, the camera guy zoomed on his phone. Life in the church. Elderly. The man should be, be almost 70 years old. Yes. He looked very 70 years old. Life on his phone. 70 years still watching pornography. In church. You may toy with the things you are doing in your youth. But believe you me when I tell you. They will grow up with you. To when you are 70. To when you are 80. When the the snake came to the garden. He was a serpent. He was a snake. By the time we reach Revelation, he's now being called a dragon. So some of you, whatever you are feeding now, is gradually becoming a dragon. You see it towards your Revelation. Yes. How do you explain a 17-year-old man rapes a 5-year-old girl, a 4-year-old girl? It's happened before. It's happened. 
What kind of appetite drives a 70 something years old man to defile a child that is just four years, five years? Whatever you are allowed and is growing and you are feeding it, you're feeding it like how some people feed nyoka with uji. Don't worry. It will grow. At that point, they'll call it now a dragon. Yes. Not a snake. So, leaders cannot be worldly. You must be spiritual. You see, they can't say amen. amen. Anyway, some people are no more leaders anyway. So, what I'm teaching, I'm teaching people who want to lead themselves. <laughs> My teaching is for leading thyself. What are you feeding? Listen, you're feeding your spirit with something, whether you like it or not. Some people have not progressed in their lives because they have consumed materials. They have consumed things that have now infested their spirit. So, once they are infested, your mind begins to work against you. There, there is something called correct mind. And then there's a mind that is not correct. Yes. There's a mind that is not correct. There's a mind that is correct. And it has a certain semblance of innocence. It hasn't no much. It hasn't fed much. Some people on the internet have consumed things that if they show you, you say, eh? You, you go to YouTube. You watch something. There are some people, because of their technological advancement, YouTube is child's play. They have dark websites. Dark sites they go. And they, they feed on all these things. And it affects your mind. Some people are not correct. I haven't mentioned your name. Just... YouTube. Ah. this. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Then you see that suddenly your mind is corrupted with so much because there is the right way to think. And then there is the wrong way to think. Some people, their mind thinks wrongly. Yes. There's a right way to think. There's a way you think and your thinking is right. And then there's a way you think and your thinking is wrong. And it is difficult to lead somebody who doesn't think correctly. You will not make sense. To make sense, you have to descend into what they are used to. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? You have to like descend into what they are comfortable with. Only then will you make sense to them why something has fed on their minds. You think after many years of watching porn, you are correct. Amber. 
you are a psycho. <laughs> yeah, you are a psycho. Do you get it? Yeah. I'm teaching you a loyalty. By the way, if you like it, clap for Jesus. If you like it, don't clap for Jesus. No, we will take that clap. Whether it's from your heart or not, we will take that clap. <laughs> Number six, leaders who, th- who think they can do what you are doing better than you can. <laughs> leaders who think that they can do what you are doing better than you can. Absalom is a classic example of leaders who think like that. Number seven. These are the signs, oh, the signs. These are the signs. Any leader who is prepared to attack his own father or senior in ministry It's hot. Let me give you the science. Because we should be thankful for loyalty. Yes. And we can't be thankful for the loyalty we don't have in the church. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We cannot be thankful for the loyalty we do not have in the church. Leaders who, a leader who is prepared to attack his own father or senior in ministry. They say negative things about their fathers. They say negative things about their ministers. They say negative things about the appointees that are over them. Careful. You're looking at a dangerous sign of disloyalty in the person. Yeah, If they are prepared to attack I finished teaching. They rubbish my teaching. I don't agree with what apostle was teaching when he got there. Once you see that person, anybody who comes there, I, you see, that teaching apostle, he said, I'm a woman. And sometimes, you know, it's not fair to the person is actually working in his loyalty. Show me one thing I've said which cannot be proven, even if it's about women. When I say a woman is wicked, I can prove it. Do you understand? Yeah, I can prove it. I can prove it. Careful. Someone put you in ministry, you are prepared to attack the person. That's a sign. Number eight, wounded leaders who have never recovered from their hurts. Yes, wounded leaders who have never recovered from their hurts. As long as you are part of humanity, as long as you are part of humanity, you will be hurt. 
If you are part of humanity, you will be wounded. That is why Jesus Christ had to come into humanity. If he was going to be wounded for our transgression, he couldn't be wounded as God. If you are part of humanity, you're going to be hurt, you're going to be wounded, but you must make sure you heal. You owe it to yourself to heal. I said you owe it to yourself to heal. I mean, in your life, you're going to have how many hurts and how many woundings and only the the second hurt that has come, you are not recovering. What happens to the other wounds? You say, I'm going to be a general. A general has scars. A general has wounds. And you must show your scars without the effect of present wounds there. That when they touch your scar, then you start bleeding. If they stitch you in an accident, you have an accident and they stitch you, the doctors don't, they used to remove the stitch those days, right? These days they don't. But those days they used to remove whatever they use, the doctors have to make sure that the wound is completely healed before they attempt to remove the stitches. Otherwise, you will bleed all over. The wound will open. Some of you, you look like you are healed. But you are not healed. You look like you are okay. But there are wounds you are yet to heal from. So any small thing, even if it is not a big issue, because there's an already existing wound, you start bleeding. Be careful you are not a child of God who is walking around with unhealed wounds. Some of you have to heal from issues to do with your father's. Some of you have to heal with issues to do with your mothers. Even heal to, from issues to do with your siblings. Heal. From now till you die, you'll be interacting with human beings, not goods. And every now and then, somebody will come and they will hurt you. Some of you have not healed from one broken heart. Yes. Five years on, you've not healed. Huh? That's why you don't try. I don't, I don't trust any man. I don't trust any man. When they start talking, you know, ah, there's a wound there. Yeah, I don't trust any man. I don't trust any man. Huh? Men has come. A broken marriage can make you adopt the hashtag marriage is a scam. This is a sign you've not healed. Yeah, you've not healed. That's why some mothers poison their children. Yes, your mother didn't heal. She now transferred her hurt to you. And she's told you don't trust men. 
ni ni bwana yako but don't trust him yes oh yeah we have parents who do that so they educate the next generation how to pepper men pepper them yes your mother can make you join the pepper them gang to just be a sweet sister, a loving sister to your husband, she tells you, no, I have done that before. <laughs> and it did not work. You see, that's a, a, an unhealed mother transferring her wounds to the next generation. Yes. When men talk, you have to think twice. Yes. And don't believe everything your husband says. Don't trust them. Men are not to be trusted. You can just hear their comments. Yes. So some people grow up, they grow up programmed like that. Programmed to think like that. That's why some of you, you have never revealed your true self in the church. Yes. Your real self. How you are laughing. It's not, that's not you. That's not you. Yeah. Yeah. That's not you. There's the real you. Yes. There's the real you. Some of you, we can stay here 20 years with you. We have not met the real Anne. Mba. If you see me and how I operate in my life, I'm always looking for the real person. Yes. That's how I operate. It may take me a few years, but I'll find the real you. Because it's difficult to deal with two people. It's difficult. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to deal with the real you. There are some people I've dealt with them. I've dealt with them. You would think they are the most humble of human beings. In fact, you think that God had them in mind when God was coming up with the virtue of humility. They will even walk around me like the apostle. So, is everything okay? I'm going now. Mm, 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 mm. Meanwhile, that's not how they walk. Do you understand? Yeah. They want to say one thing. They will go, um, so, um, 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 so, um, you know, um, I, I, I don't even know how. All, all those theatrics. It's called theatrics. It's, you know that that's not the real you. That's not the real you is so apostle. You see that the issue of the matter is talk like that. That's the real you. So let's relate with the real you. Not the day we see you now talking, we are like, hey. There are people here, if I point them to you as harmless looking as they are and I tell you what came from their mouth you will say apostle you see that this is the problem we have with you you know yeah apostle you're always thinking uh, you always say yeah. in a quarrel with a sister 
One brother opened his mouth and told somebody that I do not lick a woman twice. Which means you have licked once. (laughs) If I show you the brother, if I show you the brother, the difference between him and an angel, when you just at face value, such a harmless brother. Oh. Hmm. They are here. That is how come I have grown to fear the most harmless looking. Like when I see Titus, I fear him. Stano, I fear him. Can you see what I'm pointing you to? The ones that look like, you know, hey, onale, come. Hey. If you give me this girl, this one, the one behind, the the one that I've stood, eh, I will take her 10,000 times over some people. In my dealing with her, she has not made an effort to hide anything. Do you understand? Like, in my, that's why she can be in my church. Do you get it? She has, like, make an effort. Like, I want to impress Apostle. This is me. Yeah. This is me. That's why I can be so angry and I see her and I'm forced to still say one word or another, but not to somebody who pretended my anger towards such a person is far. When I say that's what I have. (laughs) She has presented herself just as she is. I'm see Leo. Her presentation started Kitambo. Do you understand? When she was in school, she didn't hide the way she was from that time. You see, you live with a snake in your house for many years and you will never know. But the day you that snake makes a mistake and shows itself, you call the neighbors to kill the snake. Meanwhile, it has been your silent neighbor. Why would I kill her? But when a snake now manifests, I will react. And the purpose is to kill the snake. So I can't react. I see her. Sometimes she goes away for three weeks and then I see her again. I said she has come. As long as she has shown up, praise the Lord. Yeah. The 
somebody who showed me that, you know, me, I will always come, always come. Then they now are manifesting snake-like behaviors. You will live with a snake. Sometimes they are in the ceiling for many years. But I'm telling you, the day they show themselves, you will not say, hi, neighbor, today you are out. Is it too hot there? You don't talk. You scream. You call for help. You call for others. They come with stones. Panga. What are you doing? Something has shown its face. Meanwhile, it has always been there. So I have a problem with people who hide them, themselves. I'm trying to build something very important to my heart on an unrealistic person. It's like your architect telling you that they've given you a good foundation to your house. Meanwhile, whatever they put in the foundation is wood. That's a dangerous architect. That's a dangerous contractor. Yes. You want a contractor that mixes the concrete as truly as they should do it. Yes. Not the one who told you they did this. Then you see your house beautiful. One day there was a rain. Before you do it, the whole house why, why would I want to kill her? I know her. Yeah. She comes out once in a while to drink water. <laughs> Do you understand? Why should I kill her? Yeah. But if a strange snake just appears, oh man, you see all of us going for the snake. You, that should make you now understand how responses change towards you when you change because that's not who we knew you to be this one I have no more anger in my heart I have only one assignment to make sure that everybody knows her the way I know her that's all no anger but then you see sweet Anne smiling but that is not the real Anne and then one day we see another Anne some people they told me they fought I never believed like someone I'll be told that oh so so and so and this person fought no now no now how can Anne fight that Anne no now no now that's what you say that's what you say because you do not know the person after that manner and then they even show you evidence and in the evidence small Anne was sitting on somebody like Benson without the video you will never have believed it That's the same way when people hide who they truly are. And they hide it behind their smiles. Ever smiles. God gave you 32. (laughs) Ever smiling. So there are people that I know, I've known them. If I'm in my house and they call me, so, um, Owa has done A, B, C, D. I said, 
Can I add the other thing she has done? Let me finish it for you. Najua. Do you understand? Then when they tell me that Jackie has done something, a sister who is suffering from righteousness. Do you understand? You will be surprised. Meanwhile, she may have done it. Yes. That's why Jesus walked with the tax collectors, the adulterers, the fornicators, and he ate with them and he avoided the Pharisees. Yes. There's a difference. The difference is hypocrisy. People marry, sit down. People marry and after a few years, when they'll be fighting. Say, I don't know you. I don't know you. Then the wife says, you too, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. <laughs> I didn't marry you. I didn't marry you. Who are you? I, I, I don't know you. If I knew that's how you are, I will never have married you. Uh-huh. I knew you. I thought I knew you. What you are showing me now. What you are showing me now. You didn't show me this. When I wanted to marry you. Yes. You're not the person I marry. Who are you? Who are you? You're not the person I marry. Hey. Because you married Onale quiet. Don't be surprised that there are sisters you marry in the church. Those, those same sisters are the ones that will now take you back to the club. <laughs> you met them when they were on holiday, spiritual holiday. <laughs> and they were tired. You marry them. Now, when you, after married them and they have rested, so Charlie, let's go back to, yeah, yeah. You got a point now? So, there are people you meet, be careful. You can meet somebody in the church that will eventually lead you out of the church. Yes, it's a reality. Hey, Esther, you don't believe my message. Do you believe my message? They'll take you out of the church. Careful. How many points do you have? We are still on the main point of... Yes. <laughs> it has developed branches. <laughs> so heal your wounds, okay? Yeah, some of us, we are always healing. Number nine, leaders who are not prepared to be trained or retrained in the ministry. Leaders who are not prepared to be trained or retrained in a ministry. If you were um, Ondeto's assistant pastor, do you understand? 
or Jehovah Wanyonyi's right hand man and he has died and you came to this church you must be humble enough to be trained or retrained do you understand because all churches are not the same yeah so you, you can be called into the ministry, but what qualifies you to serve here is the fact that you can be retrained to suit the vision that God has given us. I mean, you can't tell me, though, no, I work at back APSA. Then you move to equity. Then you say, oh, I don't need training. I don't need the, the, the orientation. Orientation. Yeah. You'll be surprised that the software they use at APSA is totally different from Equity Bank. Then you went there, they say, orientation is over. Do you know where I'm coming from? The day you go and sit behind the computer, you start sweating. You know, you start sweating. Be humble to subject yourself to training again and again and again and again. It makes you suitable for your present place. Yes. So if on that toe trained you, me too, I must retrain you. That's all I'm trying to teach you. On that toe. On that toe. On that toe. Yes. If he trained you for ministry, my name is not on there too. So I must retrain you. You get the point now. Yeah. That's all. Unfortunately, people lack the humility for retraining. Yeah. They lack the humility for retraining. That's how many points? Nine. Number ten. Leaders who are not prepared to do many jobs. Leaders who are not prepared to do many jobs. Do you know my name? I am Shepherd Nina. You're asking me to clean the toilet is an insult to my personality. Do you not see how the angels flow when I hold the microphone to sing? It's me you are asking to go and stand at the female washroom and give out tissues to who? If you are the archangel who sings and one of my leaders says archangel singer archangel singer today don't sit down. Be in the toilet. And when the sisters come, please give them tissues. That's what Archangel distribute tissues for the day. Yes. Archangel. Favor, are you listening to my teaching? Archangel distribute tissues. That's what Archangel must do. I say, so much dis- disrespect. Hmm. Me that sings and I see angels. People should learn the difference. You will not go far 
in your life with this bourgeois mentality. With this mdozi. Mdozi kiongos. And I'm not to be pushed around. Chief walking around with chief mentality. Jesus said the greatest amongst us. First of all, I think Matthew 20 or so, he talks about the leadership of the Gentiles. He said those who have rule over the Gentiles, they lord it over them. They lord it over them. But you, so he's now showing us a new leadership style. It shall not be so amongst you. Then he says, he that wants to be the first amongst you, let him be your servant. Jesus, no, go back to 25. But Jesus called them unto himself and said, you know that the princes of the Gentiles, they exercise dominion over them. And they that are great exercise authority upon them. As a small pastor as I am, I was surprised that I also appointed small people to help me. And I was surprised that the small people I appointed also appointed others to help them. (laughs) Meanwhile, they have achieved nothing. Meanwhile, they've not had a grasp of the work I have entrusted into them, into their hands. They've not proved themselves, 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 but they were big enough to have assistance. I was shocked. I have, I'm still healing. But you, verse 26, look at it. But it shall not be so among you. Whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. 27. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. So this is the same reason in a house. The normal Kenyan family house, there is no seniority. You walk to a home and you cannot tell who a father is. And you cannot tell who sons are. And you cannot tell who daughters are. It's the absence of this. Are you listening to me? You see that small Kababa who is now 13 years old. Thinks that he's equal to the father. As long as I live, my children have no right ordering whoever works for me. You don't have the right. My daughter asking a maid, give me food. Who are you? Or my son asking the person who works for me to buy, go and get me then you see a mumu mama in the house. Yo, eh, kababa anataka, you go and buy him. 
You've not heard my daughter asking you to get her glass of water? Get up. Before I cut your legs, get up. Get the glass of water yourself. I am the one to ask the maid for a glass of water, not you. So over time, we have children who don't respect elders. Because they started commanding elders when they were young. My children have no such right. If you're going to send my houseboy, you, you, my son, have to come and ask me. Oh, yes. No, no, you're going to say, when I'm looking for my worker, you say, oh, your son sent, whose son? But that, that cannot be my son, huh? My son sent you. Who pays your salary? He has no such right. Apostle, are you not too much? You don't know the effect of allowing that. That's why you are saying, is it not too much? Hey! They can't do many jobs. I had shepherds who cannot clean the church. And those who were cleaning, they were jobless cleaners. Yes. <laughs> so whenever their status changes, you need new cleaners for the church. Yeah. There are some people, they made it clear to me that a precure, a precure, no cleaning. Yes. And I'm living with that. Yeah. The deception is the jobless cleaners. Yes. They deceive you like we love the Lord. We are always around. Hey, we love God. This church will clean it ten times. Apostle, do you want to clean it ten times a day? Nikoapa. Jobless is a jobless cleaner. <laughs> Careful. All my teachings are real. Number 11, a leader with a persistently stormy marriage. A leader with a persistently stormy marriage. (laughs) That's a big problem, by the way. Persistently what? Stormy marriage. Hey! Ever since this, your leader married. They are always fighting. <laughs> you didn't see, you see a husband and a wife will be your church members, right? So, you didn't see your church member, now somebody's wife, for three months. That three months, she has packed her back to the father's house. So when she's in the father's house, she attends Pepha. <laughs> yeah, the, the church the father goes to. Yes. <laughs> you get a point now. Yeah. Then you will not see the husband for four months. I'm a jam. He has disappeared. Yes. I love how some Kenyan husbands have the ability to disappear. 
I don't know how they do it. I've never heard it till I came here that a husband can disappear. Like they are in the same town, but the guy is not there. Like he has disappeared. Some of you, you are somebody is looking for you. You have disappeared and resurfaced here. I am surprised that a husband can literally yeah, that morning, yes, so I'm going to work. I can plan. Yes. So you, you ask the wife, oh, I've not seen uh, Brother Fred in the church for some time. So, um, he's away on business. He's working. She won't tell you that we fought and Brother Fred has disappeared. Some young men here listening to me have been practicing against the day they have to disappear. They start by having four phone numbers. Yes. They start practicing by having four phone numbers against the day they have to disappear. Some young men have been practicing for that day. Yes. They start by how they can never let you know where to find them. You could two around. I'm just around. Yes. That's the practice. Do you understand? That's the practice. Oh yeah. They have been practicing for the day. They have to pull a disappearing act on you. Be real. That's just yes it. And the worst around here is that people don't show that they have problems. (laughs) Yeah, everything is fine. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is a very wonderful place, I'm telling you. West Africans, we are we are very emotional people. Like we are very passionate people. You see? And so if this was my church and it was in West Africa, I would always know which of my married couples are fighting. Like I don't need to be a prophet. As they walk into the church, you tell the tension because we can't easily hide our emotions so like I'll be teaching if there's a problem and Odor is a West African Sam should turn and say you see that you see that <laughs> do you understand instantly as the teacher I know that uh-huh, I'm touching some I'm touching some wires. It's so clear. Yes. Or they came to church. If you can even tell there's a problem by the manner of sitting. When she came, she she sat down. And then the man went to the other lane and sat there. You can just tell. Yes. That's how open our system is. Yes. Here. The only time you will get to know 
is the time Sam is in the police cell. It's not open. It's not easy. It's not people don't really share or open up themselves. The time you hear is the time that Sam has been arrested. Yes. And then he looks and realizes in the whole world, the only person who can get me out of this problem is Apostle Raymond. Then you get to know. Yeah. Otherwise, people are so, and it doesn't make pastoring fun. And it's also not interesting too. And it's also not, there's so much pretense. At a point now, yeah. I always tell my pastors that if they are pastored in West Africa, they would have had a very nice experience of pastoring. Yeah. Yes, of course. You get a point, yeah? I always tell them, yeah? you see two beloved, it is one that will come and say, help me, me I'm going, I won't lie to you, I'll tell you the truth. This is what he has done. Yeah. Then now you sit them down. Here, they can be killing each other. <laughs> and come to church to fool the pastor. Yes. I said they can be killing each other. And they will come to church. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So here, you teach and you go home. Yeah? You teach, you go home. Until you get a call from Langata Women's. <laughs> or you see a number calling you and True Caller tells you uh, Modara Police Station. <laughs> now you know one of my members is there. You get a point. Otherwise, teach you go home. Yes. And in West Africa also, the pastor doesn't wait for the issue to come. The moment I saw Odo looking at and said, you said it. It's you. After church, I said, can I see you and your husband? Uh, then I asked, what is happening? Yes. And then they'll, they'll talk. Don't talk. Here. Even if you see and you call, they'll say, Apostle, I was just, I was just, I was just. (laughs) I had a sister talking about that. I had a sister in the church who was beaten by her ex. By her, this church, by her baby daddy. Yes. Yeah. The first time the sister sat in church with a big shade. Right? The dark glasses. A big one. Ah. I was surprised. <laughs> Throughout the entire service with a they normally use the bigger one. It will cover the... <laughs> yes. And then I saw it again. It was a 
A chilly Sunday. Yes. See, my pastors are. Hey. Hmm. When the thing hits the ceiling, there were arrests here. So you see, the reality is here, you are getting a presentation. Yes. So I've learned to mind my own business. It took me a long time to get used to that. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, there are people I know. They say they are dating or they are living together. They are close to killing each other. I will have summoned them by now. Yes. But I'm waiting for one to go. Then I... (laughs) So if you're a pastor here, you're likely not dealing with real people. Yes. Pastor Edwin cannot tell me that he's had the best marriage. Neither has he also reported favor to me. How is that possible? I said he cannot tell me his marriage is made in heaven. A one. Do you understand? Neither has he reported favor to me. Yes. But there are times when I can pick something. Yes. I can pick something. So here you have to be a prophet. Meanwhile, I can walk to a church in West Africa today or my old church and someone who they are married, you tell, Apostle, I'm bringing her to your office. Aha, uh-huh, there you know that there's a report coming. Here, by the time somebody says, I'm bringing her to your office, the look the man will get. Or even when they have come and the one is talking with openness. So sometimes I feel very sorry for my pastors because there's an aspect of pastoring they are yet to experience. And what I can also tell you is that even the most open person, open, 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 10%. Yes, 90% is shielded, 10%. Yeah. Yeah. They'll tell you, some, as they are telling you something, you have to figure out the other things that are not being said. Yes. Hey. Ah, you sit down as a pastor, you say, no, 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 no. Apostle, that is not how it happened. You see, we had reached where he was removing my my panty before. Everything is bare. You want to know when the quarrel started? The man said, when I came home, but then she said, no, no, no. The quar- when, you see, we were on the bed and we were, at the, when he was, I just said to him, when he, the, in fact, the panty reached my knee and I told him that he should remove it quickly. That's when we started fighting. So now you have to solve and teach somebody how to remove panty quickly. (laughs) 
that level of openness. I said that level of openness. Yes. <laughs> I shudder when people call somebody daddy, but can't be open. Yeah. Mommy Lisa, but can't be open. <laughs> can't be open. Yes. It's just a name. It's a name. Yes. The way you call Mercedes, Lexus, this is a name. Yeah. When you call um, Lexus, does Lexus say hi? Yes, it's a name. Yes. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> I, I will not have finished until. Let me give you number 12 at least. Leaders who are irritated and reactionary. Every time you correct them. Mm, 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 mm. Leaders who are irritated. Some people you can just see how irritated they are. Even with my teaching. And they are very reactionary. Hey. If you tell them, walk out, they'll twa twa out. <laughs> if you tell them, don't come to the church again, they say, ah, take your church. I'm out. Thank you. I've been looking for a way to be out, but thank you. I'm out. Yes. <laughs> you see, how do you know you have children? How do you know you have children? There are people here with children. She has children. There are people here with children. I wanted to say you have children, but you don't have. (laughs) Do you understand? There are people here with children. How do they know they have children? Jesus said, a son abided in the house forever. There is something that spells forever to do with children. It's a bond that is not broken. Even when they have married, it's still there. I have my father. Sometimes we are talking and Pastor Eddie, so no, my, my father said, my mother has been telling me, you see El Pilisa, then those of us who are the orphan pastors, we don't have much to say. Yes. My pastoral team is two. Me and LP are on one side. We are the orphans. So when people with fathers and mothers are talking, we keep quiet. (laughs) It's forever. So you know what surprises me? That at their age, they still have a mother and a father. I don't know how it feels like. So when I see them, you know, I, I, I'm like, I wonder how it feels to be maybe 40 something and you, you, you have a father to relate to. Yeah. <laughs> That's why when you see me, when Mama Ruth was here, she was like a mother. Another person who makes me feel like a mother is John's mother, uh, like a son is John's mother, when she calls me. Yes. 
Otherwise, I don't know like how it feels to be an adult. Like you have your own set of family. And then there's somebody else like a father. I don't know it. <laughs> yeah. You get a point now. Yeah. <laughs> so there's always that forever. That's why the death of a parent literally hurts. Yeah. It's like somebody is trying to take away from your life somebody who you always want to be there. Yeah. Forever. You got a point now. That when it comes to ministry, the bond is not there. You rebuke me, I go. Elpilisa had a personal problem and the father looked at her and told her, I don't know why when you were growing up, I didn't see you have that trait and I removed it. Eh, you cannot be saying such things to people like me. Father, bye-bye. For where? Your father can rebuke you. Hey, your father is going to be 80, then you are 60 or uh, 59 or 57. You are fully grown. Then another grown person is telling you a piece of his mind is forever. It's the same I will have a church. My pastors will have churches growing. I should be able to still rebuke my pastor. And there is no problem. I'm going to Mombasa and I'll collect the rich people and start my own Gubigop International Church. So one rebuke, as you're on your way, I, I should already start preparing how to cater for the church there because he's not coming back. So you have leaders you can't correct. If you dare correct them, they'll become reactionary. They either come and sit down, no amen for you today. <laughs> Pastor, no amen for you today. <laughs> if you like, preach and look at me. No amen for you today. Yeah, they are reactionary. Yes. <laughs> today, you have how many points? 20 points. I'm not writing a single point. Yes. I'm not writing. You, you see their, their reaction. At a correction. Yes. If I cannot correct you, you're not my son. Yeah. Anyway, how many points are those? Number 13 is our church. A person who gives excuses and continually justifies himself. I am my lad that's those. Hey. Why didn't you come to church? It rained in my neighborhood around 4.30. Mm. People are using boats to move out of their homes. <laughs> and I don't have a boat. <laughs> hey, every time excuses. Every time excuses. Every time excuses. Every time excuses. I started ministry with young people and I cured all the young people who came into my life 
with one phrase, excuses are devilish. Yes. Here, I've tried to use the phrase. <laughs> I said here, I've tried to use the phrase. Yeah. But the more you, the more excuses they have. <laughs> excuses are devilish. They are devilish. And I can tell you how much excuses have robbed you of powerful things happening in your life. Excuses. Excuses. A meeting you could go that will open a door for you. You came up with an excuse. Something you could do for somebody and you may not know what it you came up with an excuse. Every time it's like you are a manufacturer of excuses. If you want to um, be a different kind of person, there are few professions where you know that these people don't give excuses. Few professions. Pharmacy is not one. (laughs) Few professions. Yeah, few professions. Like if you're a doctor, you can't be a powerhouse of excuses if you're a doctor. Yeah. You can't. And then if you are a nurse, you can't. No, don't take what I'm, don't look at the people you know and look at what I'm saying. I'm giving you the objective truth. Yes. Yeah. Some people are not, they are the inferior version of everything. Like, do you find a nurse that gives excuses? That is rare. Because if you look at the work a nurse does, do you get it? Yeah. And then if you look at the hours at which they work, it instills a certain discipline. Me, I would never have married a nurse. Oh, no. That I'm sleeping and she's, see, she's working somewhere. Oh, no, no, no. Let me not spoil somebody's market. (laughs) If you marry a nurse, there are nights you should be prepared to sleep alone. If you can't do that, don't marry one. Yes. True or not true? Yeah. You should know that in advance. Do you understand? Not that she now leaves and she's gone for her shift. And she's working and you are giving her, 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 you know, messages after messages. Do you understand? She has to focus to work before she kills somebody's son or daughter or, yeah. So, I don't think I would have married one. Yeah. A doctor, excuses, no. Nurses, excuses, no. Soldiers, excuses, no. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. But if you come to fundis, powerhouse of excuses. <laughs> if you come to technicians, powerhouse of excuses. 
all, all kinds of fundies. Even the engineers, like those who have gone to school to study to do powerhouse of excuses. <laughs> yeah. Another profession where there's no much excuse is teachers. Yes. Rarely do teachers give excuses. Yes. They have to be there. Because you are the one going to say uh, attendance, 55 out of 60. If you are not there, how would you know? So always present. Rarely. Then another powerhouse of excuses, drivers. Yes. Then another powerhouse of excuses, journalists. And that one you want to defend. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. Powerhouse of excuses. Yes. I doubt there is a tailor who sews people's clothes on time. If you find one, let me know. (laughs) So you can see sometimes even your field you have chosen determines your level of discipline in life. Yeah, it does. Careful. So you are a leader full of excuses. Why is the choir wearing yellow? Oh, apostle, the yellow, the, the sky was yellow. So, <laughs> we thought yellow would go with the sky. I told you to wear red. So we wore yellow. And I have a reason for that. Always I have a reason. Always I have, you know, please accept my reasoning. This is the reason why excuses. There are people who are always apologizing. (laughs) It's not intentional. But what happened was that justifying and I've had it. That's why some people I tried to train could not go through the full training. Because once you bring justification, you've blocked your learning. Yeah. Right there, you've stopped the learning. The moment you can justify. And the moment you have a, an incessant need to justify, you cannot just blame me and go. You have finished blaming me, but now let me tell you why it was so. Is it that need to explain? Yes. My side of the story. That need to give your side of the story is the problem you have. And a lot of, even in the corporate world, a lot of leaders in a corporate world, when they see that you're full of justification, you see that they avoid you. 
Next, there's an assignment to be given. It will not, never be given to you. They'll give it to somebody. Even your assistant will be given an assignment. And you see that quarter quarter is there. Yeah, they've bypassed you. Yes. Because what would you do when they're assessing you? You give excuses. You justify yourself. Yeah. Careful. Rise up on your feet. Number 14. A person who does not keep promises. And they are here. I will marry you. I will marry you. It has been six years now. They have not kept their promise. You are still waiting. You get a point now? If we have loyalty, we will be thankful for loyal leaders. Everything that died, died because of disloyalty. Every branch that died, died because of disloyalty. Yes. If my pastors were blessed with loyal people, they would be doing so well. You got a point now? Lift up your two hands. I don't know if you feel like praying for loyalty or the spirit of loyalty, but if you feel like praying for the spirit of loyalty, please lift up your voice and begin to pray for the spirit of loyalty. Yeah, There's somewhere you need the spirit of loyalty to work for you, to speak for you, and you can only be loyal because you have the spirit of loyalty. Church, I cannot hear you. I cannot hear you. I cannot hear you. Lift up your voice. Jesus. I cannot hear your voice. Razanda lama simbre destabalahados. Repaya kalama sapariadas. Indele menge de sumbra dos copaya. Ilida lama andigre stebra hazusa. Rake Come on, love springs, lift your voice and pray. Father, we pray for the spirit of loyalty. We pray, Lord, to celebrate loyal men, to celebrate loyal women you have given to this house. In the name of Jesus. Yazumba raskebrahadalamosandaraba. Ireta kaparadalamasambadas. Ivende meliko paristo brahadas. Mungridis kaporia adiria dabai. Lebaya kaparabarabarabaha. Jesus manteria adios. Rakosom pariade. Ibanda ya kapaya daba. Raise loyal sons. Loyal to the core. Raise loyal daughters. Loyal to the core. Lord, not pretentious loyalty. Lord, loyalty to the core. 
We cry, Lord, for a loyalty house, a loyalty church, a loyalty people. In the name of Jesus, Limbredos Kamandias Kabaha, Izadu Samale Ende, Ikeye Mayanda Yamandada, Sumale Keteriaka, Gristu Balamanda. Lord, put loyalty in our hearts and in our spirits. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for a loyal church. I thank you for a church that is doing well and carries the seed of loyalty. I thank you for future pastors that walk in the virtue of loyalty. I thank you Lord for future shepherds who carries in themselves the seed of loyalty. I thank you Lord that you have said you will build your church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. Thank you in Jesus mighty name. Amen. 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 You can do better. You can do better. Please do have your seats. And prepare your offering. Please go with me to Psalm 17. The verse 7. Show thy marvelous loving kindness. O thou that savest with thy right hand them which put their trust in thee from those that rise up against them. Amen. God through our offerings and givings is going to show us marvelous loving kindness. This will be the week to experience marvelous loving kindness. Rise up on your feet. Father we thank you. Through the means of this offering, open the door to marvelous loving kindness in our lives, oh God. Show us marvelous loving kindness in Jesus' name. Amen. Please come with your offering quickly.
prophesy, put a demand on your tithe. God has permitted you to put a demand on your tithe. That's why he said, if you test me in this, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, and as you speak over your tithe, the windows of heaven are opening. There will be a pouring over your hands. There will be a pouring over your life. In the name of Jesus. Believe it even as you pray. you are not paying the tithe, sing with us. Sing the song with us.
This week will mark the week. Stretch forth your right hand. That that which heavens have been holding. That has your name on it. It shall be released. That which heavens. The heavens have been holding. With your name. It shall be released. Into your life. In the name of Jesus. That which the heavens have withheld. With your name. Is being released this week in the mighty name of Jesus. A favor that has been withheld is being released this week into your hands by reason of your faithfulness. By this tide, let there be a release of that which is yours, of that which is prepared. A prepared miracle you will receive. A prepared miracle shall you receive in the name of Jesus. The Lord God bless your hands. Bless your hands to flourish. Bless your hands to be established. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the heavens above you open. May the heavens above you give you rain. In due season supply in due season in the name of Jesus thank you Lord that these hands are receiving double thank you Lord these hands are receiving a manifold blessing today in the name of Jesus receive a door that has a door a door that has a door that has a door in the name of Jesus receive an introduction that has other introductions in the mighty name of Jesus thank you Lord that a chain of miracles is ours and now Lord rebuke the devourer in the life of your children rebuke the devourer in the name of Jesus seize the works of the devourer in Jesus mighty name amen amen the Lord bless you can lay it on the altar My media offering, my media offering, sharp, sharp. When it comes to this offering, five minutes and then we are done. Do you understand? Sharp, sharp. Because we already know there is a media offering. Yes. An offering of a thousand. Please come for an envelope. This is a media offering. An envelope for a thousand shillings. God bless you. Yes, but I still bring me there. Media offering. An for a thousand, the Lord bless you, LP. A thousand shillings, a thousand shillings, or I am too low for you. All right, ten thousand shillings. Yes, media offering. 
of 10,000 shillings. Amen. Of 1,000 shillings. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. 1,000 shillings. The Lord bless you. Who else? Who else? Media offering, you just prepare. I call you, come, chap, chap. Five minutes, we are done. 500 shillings, quickly. Today, I want as many people to take an offering for 500 for the media. Bless you. Bless you, LP. Bless you. 500 shillings, come. Choir is this. 500 shillings. The biggest basanta is dancing stars. Yet they will not give me even 4,000 every Sunday. Careful. (laughs) They will just tell me two odds to handle. (laughs) A thousand shillings, 500 shillings. All right, now 300. At least you can come for 300. Bless you, Benson. At least now you can come for 300. Bless you. Bless you. All over. Come from all over. Jackie, you don't give me offerings. I don't understand you at all. Bless you. 300. Bless you. Hey, this place I've not received an offering. When I call Benson to do so, he said, I'm at work. You're at work and you're not giving me offerings. Careful. <laughs> uh, it's finished. My offerings are finished. Okay, 200 shillings. 200 shillings. 200 shillings. God bless you. 200 shillings. 200 shillings. God bless you. God bless you. Mr. Edward, we got your offering. Yeah. Bless you. Bless you. 200 shillings. All right. Boosters. 150. Come. Now, booster is 100. We are, we are graduating. Yes, boosters, 100. Even if you have given, you see, there's a 50 bob somewhere you are not using. Bring it to me. Yes, that's the boosters. You see, he has given and he's giving again. Bless you. Boosters is coins and 50 bob and 100 shillings. Yes. Even that one I collect from Pekins. So be giving your Pekins boosters. Amen. Boosters. Uh huh. Gitonga is coming with my booster. God bless you. Gitonga has made me a bishop. You don't respect me. Bless you. God 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 bless you. Where am I? Is that you? Hey, people are growing on. God bless you. They have been hiding you. Hmm. Let me not talk. <laughs> boosters, boosters, bad boosters. 
Eh? I need more boosters. Bless you. I need more boosters. Ish. Ezekiel, have you returned? Or you are going for holidays again? <laughs> boosters. Briley is bringing me booster. God bless you. <laughs> I need boosters from here. This department is becoming a very a very wicked department. Nathan, I've not seen your boosters. Have you given me a booster? Your papa is there. Go and see your papa. And come back with a booster. He's inside there. <laughs> Go and bring me a booster. Say, apostle says you should give me a booster. <laughs> You know where to find him. <laughs> He's working exactly like the father. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Copy and paste. <laughs> what? If Pastor Edwin had denied the pregnancy, he would just be disgraced. <laughs> I don't know anything about what she's talking and then now we are seeing you walk and we are seeing the boy walk. <laughs> you say, the mother taught him to walk like me. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> hey, we even now teach to walk. Did he give you the booster? Uh-huh. Okay, he gave you his <laughs> Mercy. Father, I thank you. Look upon our desires and Lord cause experiences in this church, in this house of phenomenal supplies, supplies with a purpose that we desire to buy things for your house and to build things for your house. May our baskets never run dry. May our cups never be empty. Cause a weekly supply attached to this project to enter our lives. In the name of Jesus, from every hand and from every pocket, restore tenfold, restore a hundredfold, restore a thousandfold, restore ten thousand folds in the name of Jesus as you supply to your children, you are supplying to your house. Thank you for this blessing in Jesus mighty name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklo on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.